If you're hearing this message or seeing me deliver it, it means you're listening to or watching the public feed of my podcast. And we're about to get to the episode where I talk to my sister for a long time. And I think she might lightly embarrass me, as I recall. It's been a while. That's the point. It's actually been about six months, five or six months since this originally released. And if you don't want that much time to elapse between now and the next time you hear my voice, well, you can jump on season two, which is already fully available to my patrons. It's getting close to the end of that one as you get close to the end of season one here. And I hope you've enjoyed it. Don't worry. The rest of them are going to come out slowly but surely over here for the public as well, every other Thursday. And then on the other Thursdays, the new ones are gonna come out on Patreon. So if you wanna get fully up to speed and hear what's going on as of like right now, jump on over to patreon.com slash jswanson and you can get an ad-free experience without this intro right into your inbox pretty much as soon as it's recorded. Otherwise, it'll be right here for you as well in public five or six months later. I hope you enjoy it. Hope you enjoy this conversation with my sister. And thanks to today's sponsor, NordVPN for sponsoring the episode, and you'll, you'll, you'll find out more about them later. On with the episode. sister is the resident botanist, so she knows all of the tricks and facts about plants. By all, if you mean all, I know this much. She knows a lot, uh, a lot more than I do. I have three houseplants, I have four houseplants, one of which was dead before I left because it was an outdoor plant that I bought in an indoor pot and didn't read the little sticker on the inside of the second thing saying, this is to be replanted outside until I got home. I was like, cool, that's not hmm. really an option. So that one just it was a dry reminder of why we should read all the fine print and then I had three other plants that I've had for a long time probably two years at least through the whole pandemic so probably even close to three years and I think one of them died under the watchful eye of my buddy Mark surgeon friend who uh, is better at healing humans than maintaining plants but that's okay because he did think that the fourth plant was alive and was watering it <laughs> regularly until he Aww. was like, I think two of your plants might not be making it. And I was like, one of them already hadn't made it. Well, Mark, if it makes you feel better, the last people will like ask me to plant sit for them. So some friends moved to Cabo for a couple months and they asked me to take their plants while they were gone. So I did because that's like the kind thing to do, right? And uh, I think two of them I killed. So even I... Even I, even I, uh, even I can't heal people or plants. Well, just I mean that sounds rude. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like some some, some people and things are just too broken. <laughs> but I'm here in uh, San Diego with my sister uh, in her backyard. For context, for those of you that can't see what's going on, if you're listening to this, uh, we're sitting on her wonderful back porch. They did a great job. Uh, their backyard has evolved over the last few years into a delightful little paradise. That through the pandemic, especially, I think. Help to keep you sane. Yep, for sure. And there's been a lot of big changes in their lives, which is one of the reasons that I'm here. The reason that is publicly known that I'm here is that I'm here to meet my nephews. Yep. Uh, they adopted two delightful boys who I love very much. They're very cute, and I've enjoyed spending as much time with them as possible. And uh, that time is coming rapidly to a close, unfortunately. But I wanted to uh, have my sister on this first season of my podcast um, as a guest because she's been a huge part of my life, my whole life, minus two years and three quarters of a year. <laughs> I've been a huge part of your life by being Velcroed to you against your will 
at the beginning, yeah. For many, 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 many years. Yeah, but that was, see, this is actually, this has been a point of conversation over the last couple of weeks, especially with my dad. He was asking me, he was like, what are the, if there's anything you could change looking back, I already told you this, but if, if there's anything you could change looking back, what would it be, what, should we have moved somewhere else? Should we have done this or that? And there's some things that I thought of that I was like, probably shouldn't say that. And then, but at the time I was like, no, I mean, like, you know, life is the way it is, whatever. And then when I was capturing um, some of our old videos, which is actually one of the lead-ins, I was gonna ask, what is it like being the sibling that is demonstrably better on camera and yet never on camera? We, she, you can answer here in a minute, because she is definitely <laughs> better on camera than I am. But I've been in a couple commercials. You forget that. Yeah. Real commercials. That's true. So, that's, I did such Slim a good dunk. job. I won a couple Emmys, and then I hung up my hat. And then just hung up your hat. <laughs> Two truths and a lie. And so... I don't I, own any hats. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's also a lie. And so I, um, yeah, I was just... Um, watching my sister be amazing and hilarious on camera and I made the best ever wallpaper out of these. If you follow him on Instagram, you've he seen shared them. it. I can share it as a wallpaper for anybody who wants it. No. Um, no, that's creepy. <laughs> Nobody needs to have 12-year-old Karen I, on their phones. I don't know about that. That is creepy. This version of 12-year-old Karen is the best version possible. No. Oh my god. Um that's so what 12-year-olds used to look like. Oh. Anyways, well that, well, that one will stay private, but um if you missed it, it was it was on there. And anyways, I was just thinking about it, and I was like, I would have spent more time with my sister. Mm. We could have made more ridiculous videos. Could have hung out. We did hang out a fair amount in high school. We did. Like at the end of we at the end to, of we our went time. Through phases of best friendship where I waited for you to think I was your best friend again, and then you would Aww. come back around. And we'd I be best friends for a while. Excuse me, I was an absolute fool for not realizing that you were my no, best friend. No, you were a normal older brother. I, <laughs> I, I, you were a normal teen boy. <laughs> I will take that, but I also like you were With the coolest, sister. the coolest little sister ever. Mm. You really were. So I really missed out on that one, and I I do regret that because we could have had so much fun. We did have a lot of fun when we had fun. We did. But then we had sad times when we didn't have fun. I wish <laughs> we would have had more fun and less sad times, fewer sad times. If if only we could all go back and be our current selves when we were fifteen, we would have done a couple things differently. A couple. I think. That, that's number one for me. <laughs> That's never, that's I, would have, I would have hung out with you. I, know. I still would have been open to hanging that out with you. That would have been an easy solution. <laughs> I was a one-sided problem, and I wish I could go back and fix that. So it's okay. It's been good, though. I think it's been a good reflective time back. And yeah, I don't know. Just thought we'd chat on yeah. the deck. We're using we a pair of microphones that I will be returning. Yeah, do you want to check if they're working? They are working. Uh, we'll double check just since you brought that up. The only thing is the, the, one, the problem we were having earlier is when I can't check until after we're done recording. This is the problem of being a solo creator and not being able to listen to what you're making. Mm. Um, but wouldn't it be better to pause it and then start it back up and all everybody, anyone would see is just a blip. Yeah, I could do that. Just but so we, we don't talk problem, for 30 like, minutes here's the and problem. then it's all gone. To check the audio and actually be sure. You have to do it on your computer. I have to do it on my computer. Which you don't have. Which I don't have. Well, so we're just gonna go with it and trust that I fixed the problem at home. Oh, you did fix I, it. I did, and I tested it. Oh, and I it thought was it was still working. being done. No, so the for context, basically what happened is I ordered these. They're the upgraded version of the microphone I already have, not the one I wanted, but the problem is the one that I wanted with DJI, uh, because they're in a little bit of hot water with certain government agencies in the U.S. They are not allowed to sell and do their activities in places that make it kind of inconvenient to use, even though they're the best in drones. Hmm. And then they made these microphones that I don't have that I really want. And so at the time I was like, well, 
these Rode microphones are a little bit cheaper and they're available on Amazon. I can get them to Karn's house in no time and then we can be using them for this. And then this morning I went to use them for the first time and record a video with Cooper. And then, and I filmed all morning. I was really excited about it. Feeling really good because I've not been feeling like working at all this entire trip. I've been kind of in a miserable place. Mm. And so I was like, oh, I'm so ready for this. And then I sat down to edit it and it's just crackling and popping over all the audio. Snap, crackle, and pop. Unusable. And then you're like, oh, here's a minute where it's like, sounds good. And all of a sudden, <laughs> and you're just like, Argh! so anyways, I figured out what the problem was, but not before I decided, you know what? I'm going to return these and I'm going to get the ones that I really wanted, even if I have to wait a little bit. And that's the whole story. So now we don't fully trust them. That's the, and that's the issue. I feel like once your trust is broken in a piece of recording equipment, it's really hard to get it back. Yeah, for sure. Especially when... Trust is a delicate thing. It is a delicate thing. And I don't have anybody sitting behind the camera listening to be like, oh, no, we got to fix this. Yes, we already discussed that. You're a solo creator, yeah. which is news to everyone listening. Well, the, <laughs> the, the reason that that term came to mind was because one of the guys I was watching who was talking specifically about these microphones brought up the whole like if you're a solo creator and I was like oh, I haven't mm. thrown that as a term oh I am a solo a cre oh, yeah. I am an individual creating all by myself oh solopreneur creator solo creator solo creation don't know what that key was but here we are <laughs> so yeah how's it been having <laughs> me around <laughs> uh full of plenty of beautiful songs you're lucky thank you have. I know I'm lucky <laughs> Should I just hit your mic? Yeah, just hit the microphone. <laughs> <and just laughs> me. Yeah, that sounded great. <laughs> I'm sure anybody listening with nice high fidelity headphones really appreciated that. You are so welcome. Please like and subscribe in the comments. Let me know how much you liked that mic tap, and we will continue to do more of that. Oh, gosh. Next time. <laughs> um, it's been great having you around. I like hanging out with you. I like seeing you. I like that we are both fulfilled and off on our adventures and then we get to collide again and hang out mm -hmm. and see each other in person too um i would yeah, ask her more questions about herself and her life but there's a lot of elements of her life that are very private right now so <laughs> i don't want to wander into any minefields it's not just about me i'd like to know more about you on camera but i know that would be great someday someday maybe someday. i will there are a lot of people watching that have known you for a long time because karen's also been around and her husband who might join us uh, behind the camera here at some point have been involved with my YouTube journey from the beginning. Yep. Even as skeptics, not sure. You weren't so skeptical. Kevin I was, was very skeptic. skeptical it was at the just, beginning. Well, it, well. And it was more about the ambitions of the couple of project, things. but. Yes. It's just, there was a couple things happening. One, you were utilizing YouTube as a, as a creative outlet and tool, which was, you needed for sure when mm -hmm. you began, but it was 25 minute videos of you chucking furniture and driving around town and then there weren't 25 minutes back then. Talking. There <laughs> it felt like it, maybe. There were some that were definitely up there. They were too long. They were definitely they too were long. They were too long. Anytime and you they would crossed just, the seven minute mark, you would just talk. And I would hang out with you and you would talk. But then I would watch a video of you talking. And I didn't really need both of those things. Mm -hmm. So also fair. Uh, I supported you as an outlet on your own, but you I did. did not necessarily watch all of them. That's fine. Which. Oh, the skeptical comment. I wish I would have watched a few more because I think I understand. I understand your needs of connection in that route a little bit better now, but. Appreciate that. I, that's not what I meant, and I don't hold anything against you on okay, that front. Thank you. The, uh, I meant more, I was joking at Kevin's expense more that he was like, how we can't get this much done in a day when oh, we filmed the first video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we filmed the first video, Kevin helped Jay film all the intros because Kevin does film stuff as well. And, uh, 
and you Jay was you were there the highly, whole time. highly, no, not the whole time. Jay was highly ambitious on what all he wanted to get done, and Kevin was just talking to me, like side channeling with me of like, how do I reset expectations with Jay that we cannot do all? This is like at least a two day. This is like 12 hours of work. I don't want to do all of this in 12 hours. And I don't know, you guys probably did in like six hours or something. Yeah, but I think so. Still, it was a lot. But we were filming all impressed. my intro characters. He was yeah. also impressed because we did them all at different locations, full mm -hmm. costume change. Beard we changes. We shaved <laughs> in the process and random bathrooms along the way. Or just in the bushes. Oh. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Funny leaves. Yep. Um, so, yeah. But you guys were involved right there. We were. At the beginning, and yeah, I appreciate sure. it. For sure. Weren't a lot of supportive people in my life back then mm. for that stuff. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, that's the way it is. I liked hanging out with you. I did too. I didn't always give you 25 minutes of my day to talk at me more than on camera. <laughs> <Yeah>, you. <laughs> about topics you'd already talked to me about. 25. <laughs> but. We can go back and check the timestamps on these early. Some of them were pretty long. Some of the thing was, and well, because you're not the only one. I mean, dad and um, my buddy Mantis. Was it Mantis or was it Swirl? I, I don't remember. Never heard either of those names. So they're because they're pfeffers. They're that's their. Those are types of ice cream. <laughs> so both of them, whether it was Swirly slash Slush, who I think it might have, but it might have been Mantis. I don't remember. I'm just coming up with stuff now. We don't. We, need, we don't. Need, do we need context for those You've names, or should I just my, continue? No, just continue. So they they were the ones between my dad and who, whichever one of them it was. Uh, that would tell me that one was a little long. Yeah, Dad would tell you that. And I would say, Jay, cut it to like 10 minutes maximum. That, but 10 minutes was too long. Like the, I found after at the beginning, like I, all I could really carry was six minutes. Hmm. And but then did it you got keep really it to boring six after that. Not all the time. And then anytime I didn't, that's when I got responses of like, right. mm. but, but then as I got better at it and they got longer, but those the thing responses is, came we in were less. Being, we were being critics of a developed artist and at that time you were an underdeveloped artist <laughs> and when you are an undeve underdeveloped artist what you need is just support and encouragement to continue to develop which I don't think all of us saw that yeah but unfortunately well that's okay but also because the the fortunate things were one is that the way it was delivered was very good like from dad and mantis whoever saying like that was a little bit long I, I took that well hopefully and was like oh I need to go maybe I was a little bit more like you're a little salty Okay, I'll You're take always that. a little salty about some of that feedback yeah? when it's something that you need. Like if it's if it like the outlet was something that you need. Yeah. And you it, you were in a you were in a tough place mentally anyways. And yeah. so then you were you were medicating yourself with YouTube in a good in a good way. I think in creatively. a somewhat creatively. <laughs> out, creatively. YouTube yeah. And yep. uh and what you needed was just encouragement and support. Like who cares if it's good or not, honestly. Oh, did you see that rat? There it goes. Oh, there it goes. Hello, goodbye. The famous San Diego succulent they're just, rats. They're just my rats. They just hang out. I mean, from Paris to San Diego, rats rule the world. What they're, can everywhere, say? they're everywhere in my garden. Yeah, that's why I don't get any produce. But, it's, but that's also good. I think, I think that's true. I think that generally, to give myself credit, I think I generally do listen and hear and eventually absorb feedback. But I think that sometimes I'm unaware of my response to when people initially that's give fair. it to me. That's fair. And so I, I didn't think that I was salty about that, but there's a very good chance that I was salty about that when it happened. Yeah. You were. Uh, oh, understand, yeah. Understandably. I'm not surprised. But, it, uh, yeah. But, I, but also the, the, the approach of, I mean, you were asking for feedback because you like to present things as their complete form when they're incomplete. 
I also do that. You That's rush, a huge you fault rush of your mine. rough drafts of things yes. to be the final product because you finished it, and that is the end goal for you, not yep. finishing and then refining and optimizing, which 100%. I think you have absolutely like grown in. Um, and our discussions while you've been here have been indicative of that, of where you're kind of taking YouTube and whatnot. But when you're beginning things, your your end goal is to finish. You did the task, so give me the award. But it's not <laughs> that you were. Yep. You did it all that well or that it's truly complete because things need revisions 100%. and need tweaking and need polishing yeah. and shitty first draft you have you have developed into that more as time goes on but that also comes with mental health as well and maturity 100 yeah, yeah. i think is yeah but no that's that's a very that's a very big thing about myself that i have had to come to realize mm. or come to grips with is like yeah just because it's done doesn't mean it's done no which I hate because I, yeah. I just want it to be. I mean, but yeah. I did it. You Why did it, and it's done? off your plate now. So, but pat I, me on the back. It's uh, it's, it's very very. Tell true. me that it's good. Yeah, I want and to carry on. That's that's exactly all I want. <laughs> <laughs> why why do I have to why do I have to work harder on it now? I'm done. Yep, I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning a lot, but I mean, it's crazy actually too how short of a period of time that was when you look back. Between I know, but that's also like the hindsight of like yeah. that was only. Nine well, I didn't know that there was a, that, that was a light at the end of the tunnel. No, you no. didn't. Not at all. Not at that point in time. Because I, I didn't. That, when I started YouTube, I was still thinking that I either Boomerang, the tech mm -hmm. startup, was going to go somewhere. I know. Which there's iterations of that out right now, and I'm every time I say it, I'm like, ooh, you guys were onto it. You we just were... didn't have, you didn't have all the pieces. No. You had four out of the five pieces. What was the fifth piece? I don't know different capital or different mm. design more or, money would have been big i mean that's always big that that's, can do, get can get you anywhere well but. we didn't have any money we were also for yeah. a little context if you haven't read my book plug plug it's actually English. very good thank you i do talk about and that is Part edited of, that is edited <laughs> and revised by our wonderful friend R richard, richard bilkey, bilkey mm -hmm. and he helped force jay to go through that polishing process well, and I'm, it is he's a he's an actual good. good and professional editor and not to knock any editors that i've worked with before but there's a real difference in somebody they who's trained read. as an editor. Yeah, I feel like they proof they proofread and then said, "Good job, Jay." <laughs> and that's all I need. And then, <laughs> and then we published items for the world to see, to see. which were wonderful, but <laughs> Our, could have used some. Could have been better oh, with polishing. Better. Yeah, I was gonna say there's no need to. There was a gold nugget. It. There was a gold nugget in there's many of nuggets. your items. Actually, well, like there's my, many gold nuggets. My original few books, I look at and I'm like, wow, these are terrible, but there's some really fun ideas in them. It's like there will be stuff to pull out of these and then burn the rest. I really think you should rewrite most of your books. I that's the plan. But what I mean by rewrite is you just need to go through that polishing phase. Like I think I think Ooh, some of them yes, not others. Maybe, but the, I mean you, some of your shorter ones. Yeah, could like go through Rid, some. Ridge of the Highlands. Yeah, uh, Highland High, Ridge. Uh, Shadows of the High Ridge. Sh High Ridge, Highland Ridge, High Ridge. Sorry. Good. Yeah, but still. But good. like that, and then what is the other darkness? Uh, dark King horse. of dark, dark horse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you're doing, you're doing fine. I really like, I really like those ones, and I really also liked Couriers. Couriers plays in my brain a lot. Thanks. Like I very much live in that, and I was very into Couriers. But there was an element that I would, like after I read it, I told you like, you spent way too much time in the middle of the book, and yeah. then the climax happened in two pages, yeah, it was too fast. and then you wrapped it up, yep. and that was like. I felt robbed of my book reading experience of that story because I really enjoyed it. And I really mm -hmm. liked the, you paint really 
clear mental pictures. Like you would really developed by the time you got to Couriers, which is one of your most recent books. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you'd seen all the work you'd gone through mm-hmm. with the, your previous books or whatever. Yeah. You could very much see that, but it needed that. Po- it like it was one hundred percent there. In like this is a really good working draft, and then you needed that polish yeah. to have someone say, okay. This whole section, we need to push back here. We need to bring the climax right into here, and then we need to like help fade this out a little bit. I'm pretty sure Richard helped with that one too. Well, Richard, Just... <laughs> you need to do a better job. <laughs> Richard's dream job, one of them <laughs> supposedly, is to help me, for context, work on all these science fiction fantasy books that we're talking about. So I've written back in when I joined Mercy Ship. We're opening way too many doors here. If you don't know the history, go read Sea of the Unknown. You can get it on Amazon right now. It It'll is very good. Again, everything. I, again, Richard a- Bilkey credits. <laughs> Jay Swanson, ghostwritten by Richard Bilkey. It's phenomenal. Just kidding. Ghostwritten. Jay did great. It's available. You should get it because it'll fill in a lot of gaps here. But back when I, I moved to Africa for the first time, South Africa, and I had decided on the way down there, I want to write a book every year for 10 years because that's going to get through the process and I'm going to publish and then I decided to publish them. I, I didn't know if I was going to self-publish or not and then I got convinced by somebody who was killing it on Kindle Direct back when it was just starting. She was just like, just get stuff out. So that, that was also one of the reasons I just started pushing these things out mm-hmm. prematurely. Mm-hmm. It was also to do very much with the fact that I just wanted it done and gone. Karin is not wrong about any of that. <laughs> um, and it also had to do with my insecurities about 100%. doing traditional because I didn't want to go through the rejection process. Yeah. Um, cause that's a nightmare. I liked the control and I'm glad I did it in retrospect because I learned so much by controlling the whole process. Um, just does mean that the first few were, uh, kind of flaming dumpster fires. So they the progressed them, over time. The core of them are there. But there's you like, a, there's a lot of really good stuff in there. very creative, very smart. Thanks. You're, right. you're always, you've always been a really good storyteller. Thanks. It's just you get you trip over yourself sometimes by push, publishing them too fast or you know whatever yeah. else. Well, and that's the but, goal. I but mean, that's 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 things like writing a book. You need you typically writing an album, doing anything. You need a team to kind of help refine yeah. the pieces. And but that you have to be vulnerable to that, and you have to yeah. welcome that. Well, that's and the goal. That's is hard. I mean, we've been talking about this some tonight even, but like I realize that my writing has been a vanity project in the sense that it is not likely to actually pay the bills. It's possible to do it. I know people that that do it, but I think that makes it a vanity project. I it think just that's makes it kind a of hobby. Or you, not if you're planning on it making money for you. Like I don't know what the definition necessarily of a vanity I think, project I don't know. is. A vanity project, I don't know. A vanity project to me is just like you a vanity project is you're gonna push something you're not good at because you want the fame. Okay, maybe that's not fair to myself then. But the the point is that like I, I realized and this is why I've focused only on YouTube for the last couple of years and I'm going to probably only focus on YouTube for a little while longer, is because I've realized that YouTube through my patrons especially, thank you so much. If you're watching this when it first came out or listening to it, you are one of my patrons, you're beautiful, and I am so grateful for you. And it's because of my patrons that I'm able to do what I do. And hopefully that continues to grow, and then hopefully the opportunities grow with that as far as sponsorship and other stuff. But I recognize, and the whole Paris and tourism side of things, but I, excuse me, but I recognize that, um, yeah, writing after having published nine books, yeah, probably not going to start. That was a really stinky soon. burp. Sorry. <laughs> I tried to hide it. <laughs> just in case. But it just like snuck. It was too much. Is it because of the garlic aioli burger that you took me to eat <laughs> it earlier? Garlic, it was a garlicky beer burp, and I hate <laughs> both of those things. <laughs> uh, the joys of being an older brother. God, what was that? Was that you? <laughs> that was my sunglasses. Uh, they, fell uh, <laughs> they fell off. 
There's too head. many rats in this yard. Yeah, we don't. We need. We need. We need to remember. You might want to grab your sunglasses because they will take them under the deck. Please don't steal my sunglasses. So you can still hear me because it's a wireless microphone. Um, oh, fancy. The thing is that I've realized that like I'm probably never going to. Well, I mean, someday it could make money, but like not if I'm going to do it the way I want to do right. it, and and but not. It, but but that, in I think to me rate. that goes back to the thing of not everything you do has to make money, and that is a sick part Unless of our you culture. Don't, exactly, but as if you don't. But you need to you need to have the capital for it, and yes. ideally it should break even for you, so that you can continue yeah. to do it. But that does not make it a vanity project. No, and so but th that's the point is that like I in order to pay the bills I have to do something, and unfortunately writing and YouTube take up the exact same creative space in my brain. Yeah. Like physically right, I right, can't right, do both. Right. You can't do both. So or not easily at least. And maybe that'll change as I'm not doing daily vlogging anymore and as we get to a place where I can like split my time a little bit more proactively. But the goal would be to get to a place and build something that does pay the bills and give me a few days a week at least to focus on writing and to not only that but pay for that team that comes around right. and helps me to develop it in a greater sense so that I can take five years and really work hard on it before we release anything, build the skeleton of like the 50 books that are in there. Right. So they all connect appropriately, but they're- But even still, this is again you being, you're also really big picture. Yeah. You're big picture and then you just like, you know that you wanna build this huge bridge and you know exactly how you want to do it, but then when it comes to like, okay, now you got to do the execute, you got to execute on this, you got to do the work. You just like, uh, I don't know what to use for the pillars for it, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, let's just put some bricks and you just put like mixed sand and water, and that's the mortar. You know, just get it together. Yeah. And like, you, you, I think because you don't want to fail on the big picture, and you really want to make that big picture come true, and you mm -hmm. have the passion for the big picture, but you're not, you have not historically been slow for that. So even with this book no. project. You don't have to have all 50. Like, I know you want to create this world, and that's always been your dream. And if that's what you want to do, do it. But yeah. you don't need to do that. If no. you just need to scratch your creative itch yeah. of, I just want to write a freaking book. I understand how it fits in my world. I'll do the basic elements of outlining the story so that it does fit in my world. But yeah. you don't have to take five years with a 20000 20, $20,000? $200,000 team or whatever to make that happen. You're right. You and you can That's, just you can just spend the time to do it, and then bring in Richard, you know, as needed, yeah. or bring in you know this person as needed to actually just finish that one thing. But you don't. You can do that if you want to, but you don't have to do that. No, and the, I like I was thinking about when I was here originally. I was wanting to work on one of the books that I haven't released yet. If Jeff listens to this, he'll get angry if I just bring it up. But Agnos Box is. Mm -hmm. That's the, been on your. That's been around I've for forever. Wanted to do it for so long, and I've written, I've written it, I've drafted it, and oh, yeah, it's I knew like that. Jeff's favorite book that I've ever written. Oh, it needs work, and I know that. That's why it hasn't gone anywhere. Because I finally learned my lesson. Because <laughs> um, then I, don't let it die in the shadows. No, it's Let's not going to. Figure it's, out how to it's get it It's a great forward. standalone book. It's fun. It's like modern. It's. I think actually I could I can rework it to be a really nice reflection and critique on telling my own story for a living in a mm -hmm. way as well. It's. I'm really proud of it and I really, really like it. And that's actually what I was gonna work on on this trip when mm -hmm. I thought maybe I'll take a break and I'll write. Right. So I will do that. The team thing is more because that large scale thing that I wanna do, it's not just in, like an, an editorial team, but it's whether through contracting or whatever, I wanna be able to bring on some conceptual artists and a yes. musical composer and start piecing together 
the visual and audio language. This big picture. She's like definitely looking at me like you're being ridiculous. That's how I can the musical still, composer for our book. I, yeah, it's well for the TV and movie. When you side open of it, it, it just has a chip in it. Could also do that. <laughs> I wish you could Turn do soundtracks for books so Aww. much because the music's so important to me. And so the goal would be because you know how they did Mad Max Fury Road. I know that it was created, and I know you that do? when I was 27, I got carded at the movie theater to watch it. Because you're just a baby face. Thank you. And it's a very violent movie. You should be careful. You're very young. Thank you. Yeah. And they, they, the way they did it is they actually developed a, a full storyboard for it, like a full in-depth. There was no script. They just storyboarded the entire thing out mm -hmm. and made this beautiful... Like, and that's not exactly what I want to do, but I found it very inspiring to say that like, what like, I would like to do is we don't have to fill in all the pieces. What we do need to figure out, I have some very specific end pieces, some very specific, I have some pieces, so it's more like let's figure out the skeleton so we know for sure where this is. Let's figure out a few rules that just simply cannot be broken across the board because it's important for mm -hmm. fantasy and whatever else. And then I know what books I'm going to dive into to, to work on, but we also know this one story is our best chance for our first movie or our pilot for a show. So that's what I'm going to put you guys on to start working on a little bit more intensely there, but with an eye for everything. So we're building out this aesthetic where if that movie happens to be at this point in history, well, we know that in that region, this is what has happened, and so this is what this will look like. Because, like, Couriers happens at a point that, like, in the history of the world that, again, like, is a crossroads between a lot of things happening that... Crossroads. Nice. Uh, that I just wanted to make, take a moment to make sure that I'm not accidentally writing myself into a really weird corner. And that is a rabbit hole that you could run down forever. So that's why I, I don't want to... I'm trying to learn to back away from that a little bit. And the other side of it is, ultimately, hopefully, this is a big enough project where you say, you take that story, and you take that story. <laughs> Do you I don't want know another when. beer? Sure. I don't know when the camera stops, so this is a good time. While my sister goes and gets me another beer, I guess. Do you mind? I was going to say, you just offered me a beer. And I was going to do the NordVPN sponsor thing while you were doing that. I can do the NordVPN sponsorship. Right, my sister's going to sell you NordVPN, and I'm going to go get a beer. Have, you want to take your glass? Should, should I just? Warm Pacifico should I just or cold Pacifico? I'm just going to stop this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Kevin is now joining us, which is great. So to uh, bring you up to speed, because the camera stopped recording and my timer didn't warn us that it was about to stop recording, and I don't know when it stopped recording, I'd like to get back to writing fantasy at some point here soon. It's recording. I'm trying to build the life that's going to support that. Karn is encouraging me not to let the big picture impede me from just doing something, I believe is what you're saying. Y yeah. Which is fair, because that is exactly what it has done. Because you, you, I also just... Practically, you don't have the resources to do this. Yeah, I know. And historically, you put all of your personal resources into making these big pictures happen without... It's all. It's very risky. Yep. And taking a risk is fine if you calculate that risk. But... That's why I think right now I'm in a place... The real goal... That's the big vision, the big picture. Totally, I want to make my great. dark room, right? Where we go to develop stuff and it doesn't leave. Like, we work on it. And we leave it there. Sounds creepy. Darkroom, like when you have photography. Mm -hmm. All right, it can be creepy, fine. You so just leave it there, though, forever? You leave the work there until it's ready to come out. So it's like, it's just a, it's like... But you see, the thing is, is you, you always, this is the exact same. Like, as a kid, you wanted to make movies. Yeah, I still do. But you couldn't just, you weren't just like, your goal wasn't like, 
I just want to direct a movie or I just want to write a screenplay or I mm -hmm. let me do step one that is still a huge accomplishment mm -hmm. and then get that buy-in and then grow. Mm -hmm. It was, I want to make movies, therefore I have to be the director of an entire movie studio and like I have to be Tyler Perry. I have to create everything and house everything and do everything and mm -hmm. control everything by myself to make my movies as opposed to just make some movies. Just yeah. figure it out. Just figure out the movies part. But sometimes you stop figuring out the movies part. I mean, you have your versions of it, obviously, that you've like done. Um, fifth grade, Jason and the Argonauts, key example. <laughs> but you, you go to, I'm going to make a movie, therefore I have to be the absolute best and the, have the biggest studio and have all the funding and have all the whatever. Like, you have to make the big... You have to do the whole big picture thing instead of just breaking it down to smaller pieces and being content and like fulfilled in those smaller pieces. Might not be my destiny to be content or fulfilled. That's fine. That, that's, that's, that's your cup to sip. <sighs> yep. <laughs> I think the, uh, well, the thing is that's where to, to counter that, uh, the, the near-term goal is to We've talked about, like, uh, speaking of other big projects that are not realistic right now, but are fun to think about, like the Chateau idea, mm -hmm. like getting a Chateau, making a YouTube series around that whole process. When I sit down and I write out, like, what is it that I actually want to get out of this? A big part of it is an, inspira an inspirational and quiet place away from the hustle and bustle to, like, be creative and write. Yeah, that's and great. so kind of where I'm aiming for right now, and it doesn't have to be a Chateau, I need to figure out what those steps look like, is to carve out time to write. So... YouTube is necessary because it's my job and it's what pays the bills. Thank you again, patrons. NerdVPN, we haven't forgotten about you. We will get to your sponsorship here in a minute. But the, um, that whole thing of like, okay, if I, can, if I can make enough money, if I can work to build a business that will support me and give me some more space and time to write, that is where I'm at right now. Is the focus would be, okay, let's, let's get a few books really truly done. Right. And finished. So that is the near-term goal. I think with, matur with maturity, you are, getting, you are getting the smaller steps in place. And you are more content with those smaller steps of like writing, yeah. writing a book and whatever else. But I think you trip, you trip over yourself by thinking you have to do the whole big shebang. Which yeah. is fine. If, you, if that's what you want to do is the yeah. whole big shebang, that is totally fine. That is what I want but to I do. But I don't want you... I mean, it, everything comes at a cost, and I don't want you to not be able to realize that until you're 67 and you die at 78 or whatever. Maybe those are great when I'm 60, 11 you'll years. Realize that when I'm 67, and oh my gosh, 78's coming. Karin told me I was going to die in 11 years. <laughs> I was going to say, then you die at 68, but then I was like, that's too young, and so then I you tried to know. jump it up. It's too young. Well, the thing is that I'm, I'm also in a place where I'm more content with it in the sense of, like, if I... I don't feel like there's anything left undone in a, like, great existential sense. But in an ambition and what I really want to do sense, there is. Right. And what I want to do is, is the big shebang. I want right. to... I want to maintain some control. I realize I can't have all the control. I also don't... Exp that's ridiculous. Like, you want the influence no, yeah. and the collaboration yeah, 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 yeah. of other people. Yeah. Um, good at that. So, but now it's, like... It's more that, again, what I want to do is very ambitious and nearly impossible. So, okay, well, what is the route that's going to get me there? And I, that's why it's like, okay, well, writing is important and I need to continue to work on that. But I've spent a decade actively honing that craft. And one, it's one that I, would, I need to get back to. But at the same time, what I could do is try to figure out a way to make the money that would start this process in a real way. 
And so that's where it's like, okay, well, I've never been a money-driven person. I'm not like looking to make bank and I've never been as, I've never been motivated by itself. But if I can be like, okay, but if I want to do this big picture thing, have this ambitious project, then that means I need to make a chunk of money mm -hmm. and then that might unlock it. But that's not, I mean, you need investors. I don't think you can make that chunk of money on your own. Oh yeah. No, yeah, I don't disagree with that, but that's, but the thing is what you can do, and again, for protecting your vision, is you invest a chunk, a smaller chunk in your pitch and what you're, you, right. you bring this project together that is like, okay, this is ready to roll. Right. And you go from there instead of starting from the point of like, oh, I have a screenplay. And then you hand that over. There's a good, if you manage to sell it, there's a strong, strong chance that it never gets made into a movie and now it's just stuck with a studio that will never make it. And if they do make it, they're gonna rewrite it five times before right. it hits the screen. And then the whole thing is kind of lost. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's it, the, the, what if, like in wanting to create something with like, like the MCU, the only reason that that has happened successfully where DC hasn't, I believe is because you had people shepherding it that believed in what it was. And you already had source material that had been made for it that right. like created a vision that the fans knew exactly what they wanted. Right. So. I think just also, I mean... you got to come up with your own way of doing it if you yeah, want to do what I want to do, yeah. and there's just no no other way around it. I mean, there probably is, but... There might be. <laughs> but you let me know what that okay, is, we'll and get, I'll... We'll get there when we get to it. Yeah. Um, so speaking of NordVPN... So, have delightful. you ever been at a coffee shop, and you think, hmm, the guy next to me is going through lots of credit card information. That's when you realize, I should be on a VPN. Enter NordVPN. They're great at hiding you, making you think you're from Bulgaria, and <laughs> you, you can watch <laughs> you can watch Netflix, French Netflix when you're in America. You know, it's pretty great, and it helps keep you safe and secure. NordVPN, use Jay's discount code NordVPN.com/slash. Jay Swanson VPN. hyphen VPN. This one specifically, if you're listening to the podcast or watching this, it's they gave me a different code. It's specifically nerdvpn.com slash Jay Swanson VPN. And it doesn't necessarily protect your credit card information, but it does give you access to all the content you want behind uh, country, not paywalls, countries don't have paywalls, but country location. Like, actually, that's one of the things that really annoys firewalls? me about. No, there's like firewalls. Well, if you're in China, they're great firewall. VPNs do serve a huge purpose in situations like that. But if you want to access your content from wherever it is that you are or wherever it is that you're going, if you want to see what's going on, that's a great way to do it. Some of the features that I really enjoy about NordVPN is that it works on multiple devices across like any device that you want, pretty much a surprising number. I can't list them because I'm sure I'll get in trouble for listing ones and then one of them will be the one where they're like, don't say that brand name, and I'll be like, oh, I'm in trouble now, so I'm trying to stay at least a little bit vague. Mm -hmm. But uh, VPNs are great. It is really Nerd. cool, like how you can see stuff that you wouldn't otherwise see. It's really fast, and now you never notice that it's uh, rerouting your traffic, like seriously really fast. And the Quick Connect feature makes it so that you can bounce around without really thinking about it. So, That's true. And they have an Auto Connect feature, so you, if you set that, you can set it and forget it, and you're always protected. So anyways, NordVPN, Above all, if you're looking for a VPN, definitely try them out. They've been really kind in supporting both my channel and now the podcast. And uh, they love you guys, apparently, because otherwise they wouldn't keep coming back to me. So thank you so much for having jumped on, if you have jumped on. Appreciate it. Even I use NordVPN. It's great. Can you give me a twinkle?
twinkle. Ding. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to put that much effort into the editing the video, but I will. But I'm not worth it. You are. You're worth it. <laughs> it's a podcast, though. The, the fun of it is being unedited. Well, the whole fact that it's a podcast also on video is a phenomena that still makes Blowing me. Blowing your mind. Makes me giggle. Do you know why they do that, though? But do you know, what is this lightning? There was lightning was the in case you one. can't see. That was the second one. There's no clouds. Either that or SeaWorld has really upped their firework game. Are you mansplaining to me? There's no clouds. There's some clouds. That's lightning. She's that asking your husband that, not me. <laughs> you were the one who told me to go get you a beer. I didn't tell you to go get a beer. You said, I said, you... do you want another beer? And, and you said, yeah, like, go get me one. No, I said, that was like, oh, this is the perfect transition moment. I was like, yes, while you go get that beer, let me tell you about NordVPN. And you looked at me like, go get you a beer. And I was like, well, I thought you were offering. And then it spiraled, and then we had to cancel that whole segment. It probably wasn't on. Over a miscommunication. No, that was after I started it up again. Oh. Well. Yeah, it's okay. Like and describe in the comments what you like saw. Like and describe in the comments <laughs> what you saw. So like, like and describe, <laughs> please. It's great. It's great engagement. No, it's because with video, there are some people that really like watching podcasts, anyways. But yeah, with, I know. With, I've heard. Videos only is really about. I don't know about only, but in my mind, it's really about discoverability. Yeah. No, I think it's great. I think it's, I know why you do it. I know a lot of people who do it. It just blows your mind. I just don't. I just don't want to watch a podcast. It's fair enough. You can listen to this later then, on Spotify or wherever Will you I? listen to your. I well, do. you can't. Spotify. When it's a private, if you're listening to this now and you're not a patron, it means that you're listening to it much later because the first season was recorded and released for my patrons pretty much directly and only on a private podcast feed. Now there's a public podcast feed, or there will be soon, depending on when you're listening to this and if you're a patron or not. Mm. And then it'll be available for everybody. Which is a good reminder that you could support Jay on Patreon for as little as $5 a month. I think so. Five euros. Five euros like a that. month. Yep. And which is $5 worth, a month right now, which is crazy right because it's a, there's um, parity on the exchange rate, which is crazy. Exchange your dollars for euros right now, unless it keeps him, going. Buy him a beer so he can talk to his sister. I only talk to her. Nephews. I only talk to her and hang out with my nephews with a beer. Only, only, no, only. When you support him on Patreon. Actually, it's only because of my patrons that I'm here. Yeah. Because this you. was an expensive trip, and it was made possible by my patrons. That's really wonderful. Because San Diego is expensive. Everything's expensive right now, it turns out. So yeah, it is. Very lucky to be here. Yep, it is. We've had a good time. What else do you want to talk to me about, brother? All kinds of things. I, well, what are you willing? What are we? What are you willing and able to talk about? So I'll I'll list off some things that I'm proud of you for right now, and mm. if there's anything We're you want to go to deeper okay. on. Well, okay. you, we can go back to me at whatever point. Can you, I bleep you if you say something you I don't throw, like? Yeah, you throw that ball <laughs> back at me when you think of something that you think that they would find interesting. Because I'm sure that someone is screaming in their car right now, I wanted to hear more about blank. And maybe that was when the Well, maybe you should out. have surveyed those people before you talked to me. Maybe. But so the question, well, things I'm proud of you for right now, current familial shifts with the nephews, which I have a feeling is pretty much no-go zone. Correct. Uh, but I'm really proud of you and having been here in person, I already knew from like FaceTiming quote unquote with you guys through Signal, uh, how wonderful the kids were and what the dynamics were in the household. I felt like, I feel like we're in good enough touch that I know roughly, at least seeing it in reality hasn't changed what I thought and like what my impression mm -hmm. was of how your family was doing. Mm -hmm. And I'm very proud of you. I think you guys are doing a wonderful job. Thank you. The kids are great. You guys are doing a wonderful job having jumped in the deep end as new parents. Thank you. 
a very deep end with a wave pool attached. A wave pool. So you guys are doing a really good job. So anyways, I'm very proud of you for that. I'm uh, proud of you for what you're doing at work right now. Thank you. Um, which I think you're just, you're crushing it from everything I know there as well. Thank you. And I'm happy for you that you're working for a company that finally appreciates you for who you are and sees the value in you and is taking full advantage <laughs> of the value that you provide, um, which is good um, because you definitely have a lot to offer. Thank you. So I'm grateful for that and um, that you're doing well and you're in a good spot. Kevin's doing a great job. It's quite the transition from being a video professional to being a full-time dad. But he's doing an amazing <laughs> he shrugged. job. He goes, <laughs> there's overlap. <laughs> there's overlap, video professional and stay-at-home dad, yes. It's a Def lot of work. From what you sure. were doing to what you're doing now, yeah, it's pretty pretty similar. <laughs> managing, managing a team of 20 editors to two kids. It's about the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Evens out. Same amount of fires to put out. <laughs> Just <Literal>. condensed. <laughs> <laughs> Ten times fewer employees, same amount of fires. Yep. Um, but yeah, and just grateful to see that things are, you're in a good spot, which makes me just feel Something good. you didn't mention that I would be willing to talk uh -huh. about is my flower garden. Let's talk about your flower garden <laughs> before you sacrifice it to the... Rat gods. To the rat gods, or maybe someday another bedroom. That would be real nice. No. Um, I have three raised garden beds in my garden, mm -hmm. and I found this whey-based stain because you want to be very careful of, because everything, all toxins will soak into the soil, which will yeah. then go into your food, and okay. you obviously don't want to eat that. So if you're doing ar uh, organic-based gardening, you have to be very mindful of everything that touches your soil. A whey-based stain. So I found this whey, as in like milk-based yeah. stain to seal the wood. So we used untreated cedar, which is you know weather, weather resistant and all the things. I don't it's understand like the, why the rats like your place so much. Yeah, it's milkwood. Yes, they don't touch it, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, and then, but it's like a black stain too, mm. so it's all it's all trendy. Yep. Um, so I have them stained with like an appropriate non-toxic stain, and used untreated cedar and organic soil. And um, I love gardening and tending to the garden and growing my garden and planting fruits and vegetables for us to eat. And I don't really ever get to eat any of it because I wind up feeding the rats <laughs> all year long. And I just am proud of myself for caring so much about the rat colony. You've definitely, <laughs> you've definitely helped this rat Put colony Put hundreds out. of dollars into this garden for the rat colony. <laughs> What a satisfying end to all this labor of love. So satisfying. Is there any way Doesn't to stop the rats? Doesn't ever make me or want is to it... stab my eyes out. <laughs> no, rats are incredibly smart. Yeah, they're... Incredibly smart. There's they, a reason they take over I just everything. saw that they um, can have trained rats to wear tiny little backpacks, and they'll go into rubble mm. after buildings have collapsed or, like, after earthquakes, and they have a little switch on their backpack. It's like a GPS homing beacon or something. And when they find a person, they flip their switch, and then they turn around and go back out and get a treat. So imagine just being stuck in rubble and then you just <laughs> see a rat show up and just like looks at you and you're probably terrified because there's a rat, but then it has a little backpack on and it just turns around <laughs> and then it just turns right back around and runs out and that's actually what saves your life. And you know that much later because you're just saying, did I just hallucinate that rat with a backpack <sighs> in this building? Yeah, or that's what actually gives you the heart attack that puts it over the edge. Mm -hmm. 
Um, anyways, rats are incredibly, incredibly intelligent, and so uh, you just have to kind of make their make it as inhospitable to them as possible. But wherever there's food, they're gonna go to it because they are animals looking out for their survival. And I am providing plenty of food. So the only, really, honestly, I've done a lot of research. The only way I can truly control them is by having a cat. But oh. We have dogs who will not allow that to happen, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So we do have some stray feral cats nearby that I, I, one of them currently, he's this very cute little black cat. And I think he understands the boundaries of the yard, but I hope he comes in here at night. But based off of the rat we just saw, I don't think he is coming in the yard enough. Not doing it enough, no. But truly what we need is a cat. Could you get like a scare can't. cat? Like a scare rat, uh, no. I guess technically from a scarecrow, but it would be instead of a man on a thing, it'd be a cat on a thing. They're, I think rats are neophobic, so they're afraid of, I think that's the correct word, they're afraid of new things. So they will avoid a new thing for a day or two until they realize it's like not a threat and then they can operate outside of it. So you just need to switch it out every day. Yes. Or maybe Spray move it, it differently. into a new position. Spray it with a different cat it's smell like every day. like claymation, just different stages every day. Yeah. But even still, at some point one of them will go for it and... What about decoy food? Decoy food? Like a decoy... No, they're smart. Couldn't you just set out a buffet? To get to. Oh, set out a little buffet for them? Yeah. Just feed the rats. Yeah, and then they'll just more of them will come. That's might just that might backfire. Yeah, I feel like this is. I like, like that feeding idea. A stray cat I like that idea. And like, then suddenly, hey guys, forty stray here's cats. Here's the food for you. I got you some pizza. Yeah, someone is definitely gonna say, "Tell your sister about this." Trust me, I've looked into. I've looked into all of it for years. I've tried to solve this problem. I've asked other farmers. I've asked other gardeners. All of them go, "Oh yeah, I don't really have a rat problem, but we have a cat." And that is the that is the only solution is to just create your boundary with a cat. Because they're scared of the cat, that's why. The cat will kill them. The right, cat is the a hunter. But the cat won't kill a thousand rats. I mean, they'll kill a lot. Two rats can make 1,200 rats More than that even, right? 1,200 rats in one year. Yeah. So well, is the cat actually killing all of them, or do they realize, oh, there's a cat there? Well, there's not, there's not 1,200 rats in my yard right now. There's like. For all we know. They could all be under the floorboards waiting for us to go to sleep. There are a lot of them under That's the why you were worried about my sunglasses getting taken away. <laughs> they do come out and they chew on the little berries right there. <laughs> Anyways, I've done all the things. I have it's a like rat in Ratatouille trap, when she shoots the chandelier it, out and then it's just nothing but rats. Yes, yes. We just watched that with the kids. It was great. I just watched that with my dad. We kept on being like, this is Paris. This is where Uncle Jay lives. What? Pa what? With all the rats? Oh, okay. And But then we're watching Dinosaur King right now, mm -hmm. which is like a Japanese anime type it's cartoon a weird show from the yeah. 90s. Is it really that old? 90, maybe 2000s? I don't actually know how old it is, but one of the, one of the, 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 all of the dinosaurs have like their, their dinosaur name, like, like a Tyrannosaurus Rex, but then their, their like name name, their like pet name, and one of them, it's like a, I don't know what it's, a Piranosaurus Rex or something, and, um, <laughs> and its name is Paris, and so the boys are really into learning how to spell Paris right now. Because they because hear us talk him, about that, but yeah. it's actually because of the dinosaur, not because of you. Of course it's because of the dinosaur. I understand. I can't stand up to dinosaurs. You're, you're high on the totem pole, but not quite <laughs> dinosaur high. <laughs> it's pretty high. You, I would say you're just under dinosaurs. If I supersede dinosaurs at some point, I, I will have made it. They will have grown up. In the boy's book. <laughs> they will have grown up. Or not, not, what if one of them becomes a paleontologist? That could happen. Yeah, and then they if I supersede They can be whatever they then, want to be. As long as they don't become a jaleontologist, we'll be okay. Mm, you have some of those already. That's, I just would rather my nephew not become one of those. Agreed. 
There's more important things to study, more interesting things to study. Uh, yes, 100%. <laughs> I fully agree. Well, one of the threads that I was going to bring up, because I was thinking about bringing it up with multiple people as part of the ongoing conversation, and I, actually maybe I'm just interested. What are my in, thoughts on politics? Well, I'm <laughs> so glad that you asked. Cut! <laughs> um, one of the, no, I was going to say, well, I mean, we could, but um, no. I was going to say uh, <clears throat> maybe you can help set the tone for the next season. I would love to set the tone. It's a good tone. Wish I knew my tones well enough to be like, wonderful A that flat. Is nice. <laughs> Kevin probably knows. He's Very like well in the done. Corner. Why I did appreciate you do that? that. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> what a lovely sound. Thank you. Um, I want to talk, because I'm going to definitely go and look at, because I'm already fascinated by them anyways. I'm going to go look at more Chateau mm-hmm. uh, in the countryside. I've met some people who are renovating their own, and mm-hmm. then. It'd be fun to go see some that are open and available and mm-hmm. some that are for sale. Mm-hmm. Just think it'd be interesting video content and I personally would be very interested. Mm-hmm. Get me on the road again for road tripping because I really want to do that. That's why mm-hmm. I got my driver's license and it's part of the reason I got Cooper because I wanted a road tripping buddy. And Because dogs can drive. You can like have driving shifts. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Have you, You've seen him stand up in the window. He's, he's ready for it. I see all four pounds of him. <laughs> he's a cat. Uh, Kitty Cooper. So... I guess the question is... Um, Have I purchased and renovated a castle before? Yes. Yeah, the yellow barn castle? Yes. Continue. So then... <laughs> a that, barn is a castle. Well, so it depends on the person, obviously, what I'm going to ask, but I was kind of thinking along the lines of when sitting out with friends, just kind of asking that question of, like, if you had a castle, what would you do with it? Mm. If I had a castle, what would I do with it? I would break it down and share the pieces with the farmers to rise us all in equity. Which farmers? <laughs> when Kevin looks at me like that, I know I said something that was stupid and he's just like, oh, <laughs> good job, honey. You're raising equity in the castle or between each other? Um, between each other. Right, good. Uh, uh, what did you say? If, if you I had a castle, a castle. So if you, you know, if you were, or if you were just to come to my castle, I were to come to your castle. Whatever it is, but if you're, what if you, whatever sparks your interest in this situation, like, is it? Would you want to plan and work the gardens to feed the people that live there, or at least add something to what we're eating, as far as like what's fresh and what's available? Mm-hmm. Would you like? What is it that would actually spark your interest in spending some time there? And if you, or if you had your own. What would you want to use it for? I, I, that, this, and I, this is what I'm also asking you: is like how to how to best formulate this question in sitting down with friends, and kind of pitching that like, well, I'm just curious because if I'm sitting with somebody who I has, know. I feel like you just castle, you just you just open it up of like, would you buy a chateau? If so, what would you do with it? And just let them go wherever their brain goes. Hmm. Like, if you were to buy a chateau, what would you do with it? And just whatever their answer is will reveal itself. You don't need to guide yeah. them into their interests or whatnot because should your should your chateau have a garden and grounds or whatever, yeah, for sure. Uh, but what, what I want to do is I would want to renovate and flip and de- interior design the chateau because mm. that's what I enjoy doing when I flip houses is I like doing the interior design element. And I really like doing that. What would you then do with like a 70 room chateau? 
70 room chateau, Possibly I would total. sell it. Well, some of them, I mean, like 17 bedrooms and a bunch of other rooms. Yeah, they're huge. Though, I mean, they, they're not, not all, all of them huge. are that big. Not all of them are that big, but you don't need they one can that be. big. I'm just checking on the, the timer here. We have like two or three more minutes. Ooh. Cool. Um, and everyone's saying, oh, thank God. Um, I think those people have already stopped listening. Probably. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's not my dream. That's fair, but would you, so you want to do the interior. Let's scale it back to something that's like more like 10 or 20 rooms. That's still too many. It is a lot. Would you, you approach that as like a thematic? And then you scaled it back to 20? No, I said like. A thematic? I, I was like between 70. I started with 70 and then it's like, it's like 17. Okay. Like, say 10. 20. Yeah, but like, the, like, would you, like, how would you, would you want to restore it to the way it always was? Would you want to make it something new? That depends on the purpose of it because I think my perspective of going into renovations and flips is always to, this is my house, so I'm going to make it be, I'm, I want it to be what I want it to be, even if that's like a risky design choice for resale. But at the end of the day, I also am designing it with resale in mind. So, in your perspective, it depends on the purpose of the chateau. So are you going to do, it's up to you. Like, do you want to return it to its original 1600? I don't know how old these things are, but. Depends on when it was 1600, built. <laughs> 1600s, like state of existence. There is a market and a whatever for that. And that's a lot of work and a lot of nuance and detail and historical study. And, but, but people are into that and that, could be great for resale or do you do a, a kind of modern like renovation type thing or do you do a full remodel and make one room entirely neon green and the other room entirely wallpapered and the other room you know like yeah. or whatever like that all of it is up to you and the purpose of it if it's to be your house and something you enjoy and want to do you just get to make that choice but I, I approach things from a perspective of what how long am I going to be in this house? Am I, is there, is it going to be 20 years? So we're going to remodel this again at some point, then just do whatever the heck I want now. And then when we remodel it again, we'll make it a little bit more palatable to the general public for resale. But mm -hmm. still just, if you're going to live in it, make sure that it fits you to some degree. Mm -hmm. Even if that includes an entire bedroom being neon green, I think that's great. Like your yellow and black room. Yes. Yes. My bedroom as which, a child was painted the walls, all kinds of things bright yellow walls with pink trim and black trim and blue trim and green trim and navy blue ceiling, popcorn ceiling. And then I cleaned the black paint brushes on the walls. So there was just like stripes all over the walls. And then you painted a monkey pooping. I did. I misspelled monkey butt. Yep. I realized it's I also drew a biohazard symbol. Yes, you did. <laughs> I had a radioactive symbol. Anyways, thanks for watching and listening. I'm sure it's already turned off by now. It's been a wonderful, it might have turned off. That's okay, it can end like that, I suppose, as well. <laughs> There'll be one more episode in this season, if it's still recording, and we'll see you for that. It'll be a monologue, as the name implies. Adios. Oh, it's still recording. We're good.